So now I'm joined by Western Bulldogs gun forward turn defender, number one pick in the draft. Um, the only member of, of her draft that decided to show up to uh, to the studio today, Chloe. Uh, Izzy Huddington, thanks for joining us. <laughs> no worries, Nick. Thanks for having me. Chloe, disappointed about your um, absence, but that's all right. We'll march on. I'm expecting you to give us some lip on uh, Sunday because of it, please, on, on my behalf. <laughs> yeah, of course, obviously. So it is a big game. You've got the Pies on Sunday um, coming off uh, a loss to, to the Eagles. How do you how do you bounce back against uh, a team that has also been on a bit of a losing streak but has been really impressive? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a tough one um, in such a short season as well. All the games are sort of amplified and, um, you know, every loss sort of hurts more than it would in a longer season. So it's tough, but it makes it even more important to be able to sort of bounce back and change your mindset a little bit. And if we sort of had a discussion after the Perth game over against West Coast, and that was a, a hard loss for us. I think it hit a lot of us really uh, quite hard, but we sort of had a discussion to sort of flip the table a bit and, you know, really come in with a good mindset this week. And Collingwood have had a, a tough couple of weeks as well, but obviously they're a vastly improved side this year. So um, it'll be a, certainly a tough game, but we're looking forward to it. It must be, because of the, the length of the season, it must be a bit frustrating that it's like, okay, it's round five and this is basically finals do or die for both teams, really? Yeah, absolutely. It's funny um, thinking that we're halfway through the season after four weeks, but um, I guess that's the nature of it uh, at the moment. So we've just got to sort of make the most of our opportunities. But um, yeah, I think for both of us, you know, we'll be looking to win every game from here on out to be a chance at making finals. And um, it'll be difficult. And um, yeah, I guess we'll see how we line up on the weekend. But um, I guess we're looking forward to the challenge. It makes it uh, all a bit more exciting, I guess. How are you feeling personally? You've obviously had your your injury issues in the past. How how is your body feeling at this point in the season? You going all right? Yeah, good, good. Um, it's nice to have a bit more rhythm um, in terms of my playing at the moment. I, I missed one game because of concussion a few weeks ago, but um, to get a few games in a row is awesome. It's something I probably haven't done for a little while now, but um, I'm just loving being back on the field, to be honest, and, and playing with the girls and getting games under my belt. And I feel like I'm building a bit of confidence each week as I do that, and the body's feeling pretty good. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to attacking the last half of the season um, and hopefully can have a pretty clean run with injuries. I've been following um, you and most of your draft class pretty closely as it was the first sort of one that I started following with women's footy. You seem to sort of break out as a forward last year before the injury and now you've come back as a defender. What was the, the thinking behind the switch in positions? Yeah, it's a funny odd one, the switch. Um, I'm quite enjoying my time down back at the moment. But um, I think, you know, Berkey coming in as a new coach, sort of wanting to switch things up, um, you know, partially team needs in terms of our structure. Um, and, yeah, I guess I'm really um, embracing and enjoying being behind the ball. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a nice spot. And uh, as I said, I haven't had a whole lot of continuity with my footy. So, it's um, you know, I've played a few games as a forward, but... I'm probably going to end up playing a few more as a defender, you know, in the coming weeks. So, um, yeah, it's it's a, a definite nice change, and I'm sort of happy to go wherever Berkey wants me to. Yeah, fair enough. I was going to ask this question, assuming I had a, a co-host today, but um, assuming <laughs> assuming Chloe lines up inside fifty, will you be the one who goes to her, or how does that how will that work? 
<laughs> good question, good question. Um, we haven't quite worked out our matchups yet. I mean, we'll go through that on, on Friday before training, so I can't give away too much, unfortunately. But, um, you know, it would be nice to have a little stint on Chloe, you know, get stuck into her. But um, obviously, she's a very damaging player. So, um, we'll, yeah, do our best in terms of lining up the best person on her and trying to negate her influence. That's fair enough. I just wanted to, to cause some, some stir there. Um, <laughs> I love it. So, Brooke Lachlan, how's she doing? I know you've had a few uh, injuries as a team. How's, uh, how's Brooke faring? Yeah, Brooke has been pretty unfortunate with her run this year. And last year, obviously, coming off the break and broken leg, she only played three games last year and then has had some um, little mishaps with the quad and hammy this year, which has been super disappointing for her. But um, she's, um, I think, been been cleared to play given that if if she passes all the tests this week and gets through training so that'll be a, a really nice competition having her back and hopefully she can get a few um, games under her belt and start finding that form again as well because we know how good she is as a player but um, she's had that unlucky run of injury so that, that'll be huge for us if she can pass through training and then you know we should have Deanna Berry back and um, Celine Moody as well um, both should be back if they pass all the tests this week. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to welcoming a few more back. Yeah, that's exactly what you want. You want a uh, fresh bill of health. You've also got a lot of players who seemingly can play in almost every position, like yourself, forward, back. Brooke Lachlan spent some time back. Bonnie Tugel can play at either end. Is that part of, like, building this team where you have these, not key position players, but sort of these players who can play at both ends of the ground, really? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, with, with sizes 30 where injuries can sort of make such a big difference in terms of positions and, um, you know, your structure, I think having players that are versatile is such a huge asset. So, you know, being able to throw people around um, the board, depending on who's available each week is huge. And I think we've definitely got a lot of players that can do that. And particularly some of the younger players that are coming through, you know, Gabby Newton could play anywhere. Um, you know, we've got players like that that can move around. And I think, yeah, that's a huge asset for us. Speaking of Gabby, she was the rising star nominee for, for the week. How uh, uh, Number one pick to number one pick. How have you found her uh, first few weeks with the doggies? Yeah, she's brilliant. Um, everybody loves Gab. She's just such a good character and obviously a very good footballer. She, um, I think she didn't even know what the rising star was when she got called up. I Surely think not. And, I know, I know. It's unbelievable. But she had a few missed calls from Berkey and was quite scared that she was going to get dropped this week. So <laughs> it's a funny old story. But um, yeah, she's a great humble gal and obviously is very damaging. Um, and not just in you know ways that are obvious. Her tackle numbers are huge. Like She had 10 tackles on the weekend, which often goes a bit understated. But she She's just slid in so well. And, you know, if this is Gabby Newton in her first three or four games, then I can't wait to see what she can do across, you know, years to come. Yeah, it's interesting. I think she's, like, ranked in the top two or three for tackles. I'm just trying to get the, the stats up here. Um, yeah, she's, yeah, she's equal yeah. second in the comp for tackles. That's, that's bloody impressive. Where do you think she's going to play? Yeah, unreal. Where do you think she's going to play her best footy when she's, like, established after a few years? Because she's shown it pretty much everywhere at this stage. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a tough one. Um, and she's got a really good sort of body size to play anywhere. I mean, she's got a bit of height, so she can go down as a key forward or key back. Um, I think she's been, in terms of her tackling, she's been doing really well in the midfield and um, getting her hands on the footy there. And she's a clean disposal and uh, a really good mark as well. So that's handy. But then you can definitely throw her down forward as well and, you know, that bring that forward pressure and also that contested marking ability. So, um, I don't know. It's a tough question. We'll have to see how it all shapes up. But we're pretty happy to have her playing anywhere, really. Yeah, fair enough. 
it's been a bit of a sucky year for, for knee injuries. Um, and you obviously are, are pretty familiar with it, unfortunately. What do you think, what do you think is the reason why we've seen more of them this year? Do you think there's a reason for it or do you think it's just bad luck? Yeah, it's, it's a hard one, and I think there's a lot of factors that sort of play into it. Um, I can't really comment on why there'd be more this year than last. I think it's probably you know partly to do with luck, and we know that you know the AFLW has seen some pretty high numbers um, surrounding knee injuries in the past few years, and it's really unfortunate. But I think you know the AFL are taking um, the right direction in terms of investing in research and investing their time into these programs like Prep to Play to be able to stop these injuries and um, you know I think unfortunately there's no overnight solution and you know they're not just going to go away um, with a bit of research or a few you know more exercises before training but um, it's something that we just sort of need to manage as opposed to um, you know build fear about because I feel like there's a bit of a, a media narrative that you know all these women are doing ACLs and um, you know, there's these ridiculous comments that, you know, women aren't built to play the game or, or whatnot. And we need to stop looking at it from that angle and start looking at it as, you know, yes, they're happening, but how do we fix them as opposed to, you know, deterring people from playing the game? Yeah, couldn't agree more. It should be more of a focus on look at all these hundreds and thousands of women who are now playing the game who weren't playing it two years ago rather than a small minority who have suffered uh, serious knee injuries. I Totally agree that there's a Absolutely. bit of a media narrative there that's been uh, constructed because it's an angle that people will click on. Um, another one for you, a bit of more of a, a personal pet peeve of mine, the 50-meter penalty in AFLW. Do you think it's too harsh a penalty considering the length the players can kick, the impact that it has on the scoreboard in terms of you know low-scoring games, so every, every scoring shot is so vital? Do you think a 50-meter penalty is too harsh? We saw it cost St Kilda on the weekend. Yeah, interesting one. I know there's been a fair bit of debate about it this week. Um, personally, I probably think it is. Um, I think they could probably look at, you know, tailoring it more to our game and changing that because, yeah, it is such a, um, you know, heavy burden if it's given away. And we're seeing a lot of goals come from 50 metre penalties. And, you know, in our matches, um, that can have a fairly big impact. Um, I think the VAFA a few years ago changed theirs from 50 metres in, in their men's comp to 30 metres. So whether the AFL could look at doing something like that to, you know, stop uh, the, the penalty having such a big influence on games, um, a disproportionate influence, you know, that could be something. But, um, yeah, it's it's always rough when, you know, a silly mistake from, you know, someone out on the field has such a big influence like that. So I'd be interested to see where the AFL are going to go with that. Yeah, it's a good call. Uh, I, I I agree. I think that it is a bit disproportionate. I think you're right on that one. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. You obviously can't change something like that mid-season because it would affect you know the results of, of games disproportionately. But anyway, thank you, Izzy, for, for giving me some of your time um, ahead, of, ahead of a big game against the Pies. Um, obviously, Chloe couldn't be here to, to be part of, of the interview, but good luck on, on the weekend, and I, I hope the Doggies can uh, pick up a nice win. Thanks so much, Nick. Appreciate it.